Welcome to the She Builds Show. I'm your host, Stephanie Olson, a licensed general contractor who builds new construction, renovates, and designs your vision. Today, more than ever, we need raw, authentic women who are willing to rise above society's norms, break those glass ceilings, and encourage each other to boldly build the life we were meant to live. So honey, what are you building? Hey y'all, welcome to the She Build Show. I hope you're having the most amazing day. The title of today's episode is What Are Sweeps? We recently broke ground on a new build and one of our project managers was talking with the vendor and talking about sweeps. There was a long discussion about it and it got me to thinking that we have so much verbiage in our industry that most of the public has no idea what we're talking about. So my goal today is to try to close that gap and give you some awareness of the process of a new build and what needs to be done. And yes, answer what sweeps are. So after a permit is issued and your dirt is compacted, level and at grade, you're ready for the first step, which is concrete. When we pour our slabs, we do two concrete pours, one with footings. Footings are basically the exterior part of the building and the depth and width of them are determined by the engineer on your floor plan. So you do the footing on the outside and then you pour the slab on the inside. So the first step is the footing. Now, this is actually one of my favorite steps. I know it sounds weird, but it is. I meet the concrete guys super early in the morning. And the first thing we do is decide the height of the slab based upon the grade. And in our instance, fall to the plumbing system. So fall is referring basically to how the poop (laughs) goes downhill. And it's just a nice way of saying it. We basically need to take into account the fall between our bathrooms in our instance, the septic system, to make sure that our slab is high enough to create enough fall. So we determine that. Then after this, we locate the property corners. So property corners are placed by an engineer who comes out and does a survey. They read the description on your deed, they locate the points, and then they place what are called monuments in the ground. And a monument is just a giant stake in the ground, usually with a yellow top on it and a little like flag thing. And most of the time they're hidden and really hard to find. So it's always a really fun game of hide and seek to find the property corners. (laughs) So after we locate them, we read the plans and we figure out the setbacks. Setbacks are city or county regulations on how close or far away you need to be from certain things. Like you have to be a minimum of five feet away from your neighboring property lines. You have to be 50 feet back from the center line of the road. You have to be a minimum of five feet away from your septic tank. So we find the property corners and we mark out the setbacks and then we pull a bunch of giant tape measures on the ground and stake out the house corners. This is actually my favorite part because we get to do math in real life actually super fun geometry. So to determine the distance from one side of the house to the other, you basically do the Pythagorean theorem. (laughs) A squared plus B squared equals C squared, right? We all did that in junior high or whenever you learn it. And we make giant triangles in the dirt. And I think this math concept, honestly, in school should always accompany a field trip to be able to show how this fundamental formula actually gets used in real life. I never cared about it until I came out and laid a house out. And I was like, dude, 
That's A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Why don't we teach kids that? It's so cool. So once we lay it out, I stand there and I just take it in. I try to pause and just look around. I look at my floor plan. I look at the placement on the lot. I look at the view. I look at the parking. I look at the garage and the driveway and the setbacks and where the windows will be facing and what will they be looking at? So this placement and the decision around it are permanent. You can't move the house after you decide its position. So I just take some time and I make sure that it's where it should be. I make sure that what you're going to be looking at is beautiful. So oftentimes I will actually move the house. So they'll lay it out originally where, you know, the engineer and architect had put it on the floor plan. And because there's wiggle room in some of the lots I do, because we're far enough away on the setbacks, I'll usually move the house back or forward or to the side just to adjust for the outside environment and how a family will eventually use the home. So once the placement is finaled, they take chalk in this long black tube and it has holes at the bottom and they walk along the tape measure to draw out the floor plan and draw out the layout of the house with chalk in the dirt. So fun, right? (laughs) I'm always like, can I chalk it out? Once everything is chalked out, they get the excavator and they dig the footings along the chalk line. So after that, they form up the walls of the footings and prep for the concrete pour. So usually there's about a week of time between digging out the footings and prepping for the wall because we have to have three other subs get involved before we're ready to actually pour the concrete and make the footings permanent. So I'm going to try to break this down for you so that you can visualize it. So have you ever looked at an old house and it had maybe updated electrical? So usually in that instance, you will see a large gray pipe coming out of the ground. It's called conduit, and it's running on the outside of the wall, on the exterior of the wall, up into a large electrical panel. This is super ghetto and ugly. Ain't nobody want to see conduit and electrical panel mounted on the outside of their home. So that's usually what happens when you have an old home and electrical needs to be updated, they just slap electrical conduit in the panel on the outside of the house. I think it looks ugly. So in order to avoid that, we don't want that on a new home and we can prep for it. So what we do is we bend a five foot piece of large gray conduit basically into the shape of an L and we place it inside the footing going up inside the two by six walls and then also going on the outside. Hopefully you can kind of visualize this. This is a sweep. It's not a broom. (laughs) It's basically an electrical conduit, making sure that we can pull electrical wire from the outside to the inside wall of the house so that there's no panel or electrical conduit mounted on the outside. It ensures that it's hidden inside the finished walls. And the electrical panel is inset between the studs. It's finished. It's nice. It's clean. It makes me happy. (laughs) So the electrician usually sets this conduit. Now, after that, we have the framer come in and hang his hold downs. Now, these are just giant metal stakes that the engineer calls out in certain areas of the home. And they get placed inside the concrete footing and they're kind of suspending in air so that the bottom part will be in the concrete and then the top part will stick out enough for the framer to eventually mount the walls to the concrete. Their job is to hold down the house to the slab. 
sick, right? So we have the sweeps in and we've got the hold downs in. After that, when we do a slab, we have to make sure the plumbing is all ready to go. So the plumber comes in for the waste, which is your black ABS pipe, and installs that and lays it out for each bathroom and sink. He goes through the whole floor plan and he lays the plumbing pipes. When you do a slab, plumbing is inside the concrete. So in order for us to pass what is called the footing inspection, we have to make sure all footings are cleaned, the sweeps are in, and the plumbing is filled with water and passes what's called a wet set test. Basically, the plumbing pipes are holding water and there are no leaks because leaks in a slab are super sucky. So that is how you pass your first inspection, which is called a footing inspection. So there you have it. The first inspection steps for a new build. Super fun, super exciting. One of my favorite steps. I hope you learned something today. If you're building your own home or if you're going to build for others, these are great terms to know and steps to be aware of. So I just want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I hope your day is so blessed and that you truly find something to be grateful for today. I'm grateful today for fun triangles in the dirt. And now if someone ever says sweeps to you, you will know they aren't talking about a broom. (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks for joining me today on the She Build Show. My name is Stephanie Olson. My hope is that this episode leaves you feeling empowered and ready to boldly take that step into building the life that you envision one, two by four at a time. And if you can do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. I get giddy over reading the reviews each week and I will choose one special person to win some SheBuild swag. Make sure you add your name to the review and I'll reach out if you're the winner. Thanks again for hanging out. Be sure to visit me at theshebuildshow.com where you can ask me questions and share with me what you're building.